I don't know if you just want to start like this. Maybe, should we just should we just get going? Um, I suppose hello, welcome back to Over the Line Football. Um, we've never really thought of an intro for a podcast because we just wanted to just to chat about what's going on this weekend. Um, just before we get into podcast, we just like to remind you that we've done three videos uploaded last week. One was surrounding the title race after Liverpool United, which is Mark Two this weekend. Um, then we did one on five transfers that could happen, and first of all, is one of them happened? Tamori has happened. happened. Um, I don't feel like another one's like very close to happening. Was it Ali? Ali maybe close to happening? You told me is Ali close? I think Ali might be close. Sources. sources. Here we go. <laughs> confirmed. Um, so a few of them, but there's a few more on there. So please go and check that out. And one that we just uploaded yesterday, which I'm really like, is the resurgence of Atletico Madrid. They're flying out at the top of the league at the moment. So make sure you go and check that out and see why Atletico Madrid are doing so well. But it's all about the cup this weekend and it's kind of FA Cup season at the moment isn't it? because it feels like every couple of weeks there is the next round um, especially with this kind of tight schedule they're going to have to fit it in you know yeah. there's no replays as well there's normally replays so oh. like teams who are playing at their own stadium normally can kind of force a replay yep. but they've, they've not been able to this weekend it's a decent weekend of fixtures really uh, yeah it is I mean there's not really many shocks at all really. all the sides you thought the winner would win but uh the odd one, yeah, possibly. Not possibly. many shocks, was I mean, there? We'll talk about them in a minute. Yeah, we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna yeah, run through yeah. the fixtures um, because I don't know. We it's getting to that stage where we can start a kind of trying to pick out mm. who could go all the way, yeah, who could provide no, a bit of more yeah, of a shock. Just more of um, a general, because obviously we don't know who watched the podcast and who teams support. So obviously a bit more knowledgeable on the, like, the lower league, lower league teams and the. Football yeah, definitely so. more knowledgeable than me. Which yeah. doesn't. I'm just very arrogant. You know, I'm just such a, <laughs> a big six man. I only know about the big six. Yeah. Um, but, but there was some yeah. good. There was some good games this weekend, and I enjoyed the FA Cup because I always. I'm always buzzing for teams that it's like that are that are lower down the pyramid, getting like big teams like Marine in the last round. I was buzzing for them to get Tottenham, mm-hmm. and you know what, like. I know we'll come on to it, but as a City fan the other day, like it feels alien to say that I was a bit gutted for Cheltenham. Like, any other team, I'd like I'd have been proper gunning for him to go through mm-hmm. but you know what I mean it's like I was so conflicted I was like yeah I'm happy City have gone through and City was still in all conditions but Cheltenham were min and it's always nice especially in these times to see lower league teams yeah, like course. get all the you know all the, the revenue and stuff like that I mean like like, Charlie's now it could be Charlie's last game of the season this time mm-hmm. like, well, so we're going to speak about it now so the first game we're going to speak about is obviously the one that was on Friday night which was Charlie versus Wolves mm-hmm. funnily enough Charlie had the better stats Wolves only had like two shots on target one of them was absolute worldly for the team yeah. Yeah. and that's that basically proves the difference in class between Premier League and the sixth tier of English football. But like you were saying about the Marine one, then this could be Charlie's last game of the season. I mean, Charlie in the sixth tier, their season's now been on hold for two weeks now. Yeah. Uh, the conference is fine, but the conference north and south, they suddenly decided to spend the season for two weeks. There's been a lot of controversy surrounding the non league, aren't there? Because they're just all on about kind of null and voiding it, aren't they, for the second, yeah, second yeah, season? I mean, if it's just not. Uh, you have to also see, problem is, we need to play, in theory, they want the season ended by June. Right. And say everything comes back in March, you can use to play about three times a week. You okay. play Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday for basically like three months. Imagining Klopp and Pep and that, if they had to do that in the Premier League, they'd so, lose their heads. That's what I'm saying to you. So, but we'll have to But uh, yeah, th- sorry, on Chorley, uh, one thing I think fans have done so well during this FA Cup is they've sold these virtual tickets mm-hmm. and it's made so much money for the club considering, you know, it'd have been packed out at Chorley. <laughs> Yeah. It'd have been probably their biggest day in terms of revenue all season. I don't mm-hmm. think it's quite fair to say. Um, and the 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 the, uh, 
kind of hype was generated through. Charlie was the one who was singing Adele in the dressing room, right? Well, indeed, she was there in the stands as a crowd. So kind of they went viral with that video. So mm. the, the amount of people that every round. So when they beat Wigan, mm. they, come back, they come back from two 0 down against Wigan, by the way, to win three two. That was a great result. And then I couldn't remember who they beat. Oh, Peter in the second round, I think they did them one nil. And then they beat Derby on the twenty three side. Yeah, uh, I think it was two 0 as well. Obviously lost this one, but to be fair, Charlie had the better. Lot. <laughs> it was quite weird to see like. Look at the back of the stats in the game. You wouldn't think the Wolves are Premier League side, but surely they only got they got relegated from the National League last season. This is, I think this is the first time in National League for a while as well. So I think if any bottom, I think they did, but they're not a shocking side by any means. Look at like, mm. looking like it. But one thing I can't stand, and I know you can't stand it too, is when commentators make it out like the. They're like not good footballers. Oh, we've been through this at the Marine <laughs> game at Dublin every single time. I mean, if the goalkeeper breathed from Marine, he was going to cheer him on the Dublin. So it's... yeah, it's not. It's not like they can't play football. Though. No, no. They're still really good footballers. <laughs> they're still better than your average footballer no, considering no. they're playing national exactly, league. Yeah. So I, but again, the quality <laughs> that Wolves have internationally, it was the, well, it was Portugal. Game. It's the basically Portugal. Well, yeah, the Portugal national Portugal team. Portugal twenty threes versus Chile today. So I mean, what do you expect? But Wolves went through in the end. Um, <laughs> I, th- I always I always think with them sort of fixtures I'd prefer to get like a, a lower league Premier League club than like a kind of non-league and I know it seems kind of weird to say but it's like you kind of know what you're going to get from like a, a lower league Premier League table like we we get Burnley virtually every year uh, Burnley at home but like chance, yeah. <laughs> with like lower league clubs like like Charlie I always feel like it's their kind of cup final because it mm-hmm. is you know what I mean like if they get, imagine the money they got for, for going through this round so what was the next round of 16? The next one would have been, yeah. yeah. I mean, it makes you think now that Lincoln were one round off the semi finals like a few years ago. Yeah. They, I mean, Arsenal, how lucky they got after they got Sutton and then Lincoln to get to the semi finals. But some, of, some, some of the clubs have done like really well in, in domestic clubs, like lower league, like Bristol City not long ago got to the semi final. Who got to the semi final? Burton got to the semi final against City. And then Major's mate, it's quite funny. Yeah, Oxford like now, how would you you had scored two ninety minutes. And Burton are what? Bo- bo- rock bottom of League One at the yeah. moment. I mean, so. I find it quite funny they had scored two ninety minute win- two ninetieth minute winners against us, and then you do Burton nine nils. Makes you think that how well. Little. Makes you think how well we did. But we then go on to uh, Southampton Arsenal now, which is the early kick off on a Saturday. I was going to call this a giant killing, but it's not, is it? Because no. Southampton are better than Arsenal this season. <laughs> Very true. I mean, a bit annoying. Gabriel's my fat team, obviously. I know it doesn't matter, but he's not going to play again now for a while, is he? But, uh, they're not. They've um. They're out anyway. Holders, aren't they? Yeah, so. they've been on a they've been on a decent run. Arsenal in the league. They've they won the last. Well, no, actually, they drew with Crystal Palace. They, but they're unbeaten in last. They're unbeaten in five. Mm-hmm. I know that. Um, so this will be a bit disappointing for them. They've got them again, Southampton in the league midweek. Right. Um. So there was a lot of resting and rotation for that. I know Willian. Um. And it's probably, probably say, seventy million pound uh, Pepe was their rotation coming in. Yeah. Um, which feels weird to say bought Saka Emil Smith-Rowe well, as well, well. The, uh, the rant um, from um, troops on within as well but what can you expect I didn't I, I imagine I could rant, I couldn't I don't think I can take myself to rant that much over a player who's won the Premier League and that kind of stuff and that kind of stuff but well, I mean, what can you do in the day mm-hmm. they're out there for the FA Cup they've won the FA Cup they're not really going to challenge for anything else this season now so the it's surprised me they didn't go anything I'm surprised that Mikel Arteta didn't actually send this like properly go for it because mm. the Willian at Chelsea as well is, is completely different to the Willian at Arsenal I know that's what I'm it's... saying too so he's won the Premier League with Chelsea and stuff like that and he's just not performing it, just, it looked a good transfer on paper but realistically they just wasted loads of wages on him they basically sat all the dinner ladies at the club yeah they... I, you know what I was just about <laughs> to bring that up I, yeah. that, as an Arsenal fan as a kind of football fan that's the most frustrating thing for me is that okay? Look, right. Arsenal are not very good at recruiting, and they haven't been for a, a number of years now. But 
the fact that they sacked a lot of staff and mm-hmm. furloughed a lot of staff and that Williams on what 200,000 plus a week wages that's what I'm saying yeah. to sit on the bench it's just yeah. the fact that they got rid of loads of staff and a day later they signed William. It mm, didn't, didn't sit didn't right, right. straight away and that was literally no, no, the prime no, no. obviously it's not prime COVID now but I'm saying in the first lockdown it was prime bang everything's going full on and then it's gone like that a lot of clubs were getting slagged off weren't they for I know. I know Tottenham, Liverpool, were the same. They furloughed the staff. They did, but then um, Liverpool like they had to read like kind of yeah, well, do a U-turn. Liverpool just basically shut up. So I think they go, oh no, they've realised because Liverpool, like, obviously up north here is more a lot of labour compared to London down there. Well, but it's toys. So speaking so. about <laughs> so <laughs> speaking yeah. of speaking of Southampton actually mm-hmm. because I'd normally say that this is probably a good chance for them to push on and try and get to a lot of rounds at the cup, but then. They're doing so well in the league that there's a potential that they can push on for Europa League places. If not Champions League, I mean... Could be a double, eh? Premier League and FA yeah. funny on it. But it's like Southampton. I've never seen Southampton since they had Sadio Mane, etc. do so well in the league. Yeah. And obviously all credit kind of goes to Ralph Hastenhutl and the way he's kind of turned around. You know, we play a bingo in our kind of uni group chat. Um, next manager be sacked. No, no, no. Oh, uh, right, oh, right. What minute will the nine nil against Leicester be mentioned? Oh, and yeah, it was mentioned. Yeah, I think yeah. about the twenty minutes. Uh, There's a Twitter page for it as well. There is. Is it? Has the nine nil been mentioned today? And it goes yes. It's just yes or no. And it comes it up, literally so. until Southampton are in League Two. Like that'll be mentioned. Like, yeah, oh, there was. They got beat nine nil once of Leicester. And it's but. It is weird that you can kind of use that as a point to where they completely turn around. It's very easy for him to kind of sack Ralph Hasenhutl after that. They I mean, like they lost him. Ralph Hasenhutl was a favourite to be sacked, I think, after mm. that game for all, all the managers in the Premier League. And he's, everyone's thinking he should be the next manager of any job now. And he's top do, you think, do you think he could get a higher-up job? Maybe like a Leicester, maybe? But saying that Brendan Rodgers... What's the class as a higher-up job, though? Southampton. Probably, like I'd say, like top six, but replace, obviously, Leicester with Arsenal in the top six. Mm-hmm. Maybe well, like Chelsea, maybe Chelsea job now could be, but there's obviously certain managers that probably will want that more than Rafa Hasan. You, I think. Maybe at the end of the season, I reckon Rafa Hasan will run. And I think he's committed. Then, I think he's committed to say. Let's yeah. see how well he does. But this is a fantastic result because, um, I know the the played pretty much full strength apart from Fraser Forster in goal. But um, he's, he's not a bad keeper either. No, he's not. He's not. But he's not. He's not there starting. But they're um. They're going for all competitions, it looks like. So, yeah, I mean, nothing. Oh, Arsenal out. If they got pulled, they're out. What more mm. can you want? They've had a good run in the FA Cup the last couple of years, though. Arsenal, so they were kind of true one of these, to I be know. honest. I know. But they fair play to, to Southampton. It was a scrappy goal, really scrappy. The own goal, and after that, there wasn't really much quality in the game. But <laughs> I suppose we said we said we said this in a video last week. There's not going to be batterings this season. There's not going to be like your five nils, your four nils. There's not because people are knackered and we're playing every couple of days. I know. Um, but as you said, there's not many championship clubs, lower league clubs left now. No. With all the Premier League wins this weekend, mm-hmm. um, Barnsley are one of them. Barnsley are enjoying yeah. quite a decent spell at the moment. Uh, I mean, they beat Nor- uh, Norwich side who's out team of Pookie. They still beat us in the midweek with uh, John Hugo scoring for the first time in like, ages for them. But I mean, if didn't score either for John Hugo. They hit the post late on Norwich as well, but the fullback styles for Barnsley got the winner in the end. Um, Barnsley one of those teams that just scrap relegation. That all of a sudden they'll get a random result. I mean, first game of last season they beat Fulham. First game of the season, where's, where's that come from? Like they beat Fulham and then they win in ages, and then suddenly just a resurgence. I mean, uh, I mean to be fair, Barnsley have got we've come to it. Barnsley got Chelsea in the fifth round. So it's going to be a tough one that anyway, but. 
it's just, it's just a weird side that it's, they're very hard to break down Barnsley because of the way they play but they, they don't get battered you never see Barnsley get lose like 4 or 5 nil. you never really ever see it and if they do lose it'd be like the 1 nils or the scrappy 1 nil wins they get here so they set it very well I'm surprised Norwich didn't win it at the end but obviously like I said they got quite a few injuries out uh, Kieran Dallas made his first appearance back from as well he came on off against the bench against Bristol yeah. City but he came on and got his first appearance back getting fitness as well um, but I think Norwich be a little bit annoyed but they can just focus on league now top of league Norwich and yeah, yeah the championship aren't they yeah I think good result for Barnsley but I think Norwich should be, would be a little bit upset especially the fact that they didn't really create an awful lot until like, late on so. a question for you kind of as like being in the championship is, there, uh-huh. is it a surprise to you that Norwich look like they kind of kind of bounce back as, as No, quickly? I mean, they've got the most expected team in the Championship. Right. Everyone knows that already. I mean, because just look, they were so awful in the Premier. I mean, it's the fact they... Uh, I, I don't really know. I mean, Cantwell's a very good player. Mm. And he's just not really... He's start before more recently. He didn't play the start of the season. I don't know what's happened. I think, I'm surprised he's, he's not moved. A lot, I think he's trying, a lot of players were linked to trying to get moves out of the um, club. And they don't Max, Max Aaron's in the fourth. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jamal Lewis left the left-back, so yeah. he's playing quite a few players. I think they're playing... I don't know who's playing left-back now. I can't remember. Oh, um, they're playing at Sorensen, who's a CDM. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've put him left-back. And you know he played left-back in his life and he's played there ever since now, so it's fair enough to him. But, uh, yeah, I mean... Fair play to Barnsley, good result in the end against. Oh yeah, bang result, and kind of the further the goal, the further the belief. Who've they got in the next round? Chelsea, like I said to you, Barnsley. So like I said then, so. So these ties are being played not long from now. Midweek as well, so not even on the So it may depend on how Chelsea react. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday is the plan. The FA Cup. Oh, is it in midweek? Yes, I said to you. So oh, on Tuesday, wow. Wednesday, and Thursday in February, I believe. So yeah, early February. It's like eighth and ninth in it or something like that. I think no, ninth, tenth, eleventh. I think, but it's all Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday because I think right. someone's playing on a Monday in the Premier League. Right. And then I think they're playing on a Thursday. So whoever that is, whoever's got them is going to be playing on a Thursday kind of thing. So yeah, uh, which brings on to Brighton, Blackpool, Brighton two, Blackpool one. Absolute scorcher from Basuma goes straight in top corner. And then your fan favorite Gary Medine is going for Blackpool. Um, the Al Zalti goal was a bit more of a. Uh, I, thought, I thought it was McAllister going all of a sudden. It's a slight effect of Al Zalti and he's gone in for 2 1 Brighton. But Brighton are a strange, strange team. One day they look useless and one day they look brilliant. I don't know if it's just with different players. I think Basuma obviously is is much better quality than Brighton. Uh, is that fair to say? Uh, yeah, I mean, but he's, he's not really turned up much recently either. He's not. It's just a lot of the players on the Brighton side don't turn up as often as they should. But like I said, they're a Premier League side. When they, when they need to win, they. Catlowin, but that's I mean they're not they're, they've been in the Premier League for a while now and they've not been in the relegation zone yet this season. They've just been just above it whole, constantly. Yeah. They've got to just growing that results like one ones, I think. Is it, I don't know. No, Newcastle's only teams lost to Sheffield United, but I mean Brighton never lost to Sheffield United yet and got this <laughs> I, love United all that, I love how that's the bench. So, yeah, I mean they're doing the three next round, what more do you want the last sixteen in the FA Cup and he's not the relegation of the Premier League so. it's, it's something to look forward to with the fans in it it's like um, I know we'll come on to Sheffield you know, but it's teams that are kind of fighting relegation I know it's exciting to kind of be in a not exciting but you know what I mean it's, it's, it's more exciting than just being mid-table to be in like a relegation yeah. fight um, it's something to look forward to mm-hmm. it's kind of like a, a day off from all the that, the, yeah. the gruelling like, league schedule and um, if they can put a decent run together they believe more I mean they got to the semi-finals last time because they got beat off City in the semi-final they they yeah, last yeah. year was last year um, uh, sorry, not the last year, year before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they have done it, and lower league te- as I said, lower league teams are doing. F- I mean, look at the look at the semi-finals two years ago, City and Brighton, and then Wolves, Wolves and Wolves. Yeah, so yeah. I th- there is chances for these lower league teams because teams top of 
point in the top half of the table don't take it as seriously as they used to. I mean, Arsenal rotated heavily. Chelsea rotated heavily. City rotated heavily. The only two teams who didn't rotate heavily were Liverpool and United, and they played each other. And funny enough, they rested players. And they the still rested players. Fernandez, Mane, <laughs> all not playing. So there is opportunities if this. I mean, uh, we'll come on to it with a City game, but there's always opportunities against these big teams to kind of hold out. Yeah. And then kind of get a sucker punch later on mm-hmm. when the, the players are kind of not interested. So yeah, no, Brighton. Brighton have got as much chance as anyone to to kick on and and try and get through to the latter rounds um, as have Bristol City what a boys I mean I think it's the first time I've scored more than two goals in a game in about eight months I think I think I'll just like, I mean I remember speaking uh, to you in midweek when you lost to, to Norwich Norwich I mean. and I, I knew you were, you were frustrated at kind of how they're playing it's I, just I, more, I suppose this is kind of polar opposite it's just more to go for class some, we're the, the most inconsistent team in the whole of England I mean we'll have one shot on target well we had to do it so we had to do it zero shots on target <laughs> against Norwich and then all of a sudden we come out of the bag and win 3-0 against Mill. I mean Millwall's goalkeeper we called him agent Frank Fielding because he's at our club for five years yeah. Yeah, the goalkeeper for Millwall he's just basically chopped down Farage Asia in the box he's going nowhere Asia he's pretty much going out for a goal kick and Fielding's gone straight through him won the penalty he scored it Farage Asia now top goal scorer Wells he's claiming a free kick but I mean Fielding would have got it and then he's come off the wall he's gone completely other side Frank Fielding's gone nowhere and it's gone past him and then the last goal Wells somehow it's more to see something FIFA he's hold LB wide he's gone flying in the air and somebody's touched it and banged it in and he's that's his third goal of the season all coming the FA Cup so it's good to see him on the score sheet again Sven you an exciting player for you? 100% I mean Chelsea I think of him last year two seasons ago we were you said Chelsea? yeah Chelsea bid two million for him we turned him down two years ago that wow. was two years ago so we 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 have players in the club that always get links. So like the Lloyd Kelly went to Bournemouth, fifteen million. We got players. Well, we always make to make a profit. This year we lost ten million pounds, and that was with the sale of Adam Webster. So we we are making profit every season, only part of this season, but obviously because of COVID hit, everything's yeah, a bit more COVID down. Is a bit, mm. But the overall result, we played Max O'Leary again. Who obviously the game two seasons ago where uh, he saved the penalty, and we won two one as well that game. Was it that, was it him? Oh, yeah, I think one two one that game. We come from one behind as well, but he. He's very good Max Leary against Millwall, I'd say, uh, uh, the Den. But overall, I think very happy. I mean, we have one on one shot on target. What more do you want in the game? We had a shot on target in ages. So I'm just more impressed at the fact that we've actually scored more than two goals. And we have three different scorers as well. I mean, Fumaro, Jay, and Wells are both on six each now. Uh, Semenya's now on three. But more, but, I was going to say more, more, more so. I know we just talked about like lower league, Premier League clubs, but more so for the Championship clubs. It's cup days are like the best days of the year. I mean, <laughs> you get more money. The problem is with clubs. Not just financially though, but as a fan. I mean, some of the favorite. I mean, when you came to the Etihad to watch them in the semi final against it, that was one of your, like your favorite that games. That was the right? carnival, yeah. I mean, mainly because of the fact that we went to uh, the Etihad, we won a lot against like the mm. Premier League champions. Just, oh my god, with Dreamland and obviously exactly, yeah, yeah. End up like four rows down, hugging like some guy from Grimsby. You don't know, if, so it's quite funny actually. But that's just football for you. That's the club, yeah. But like I said, it's the problem is you got to do well in these competitions, kind of, because the teams that have been relegated from the Premier League get their parachute payments mm. like the. We come to you on mid like the Swans and the Norwiches and all the other teams that have come down they have loads of money compared to us but we can't spend the money mm. because of what the parachute payments they get you get that's why it's called the Holy Grail of the Premier League because of how much money you get from the Premier League Huddersfield now get the last parachute payments now so I reckon after the next season Huddersfield are going to struggle massively I mean they're struggling in the championship already Huddersfield but they're going to struggle a little bit more um, yeah but I mean, I'm overall happy it's the first time we got to the fifth round in over 20 years I think twice we got to the third round my dad was saying the other day we got to fifth round before and then we beat Chelsea in the third round. I think it's not 1990 and then 
we lost to them um, in a, I don't realize we lost in a second replay to Cambridge so back when it was in 1990 you could mm. play like three replays like four games yeah so you play say you draw the first game then you play another replay and draw again you can play another replay and draw again yeah. play another draw again but this is like 1990 you got four replays but we lost to Cambridge 5-1 I think Dean Dublin was playing from then <laughs> for Cambridge and Cambridge were in like the third third, I think third third, third fourth division at the time they had Dean Dublin it was an upcoming team they had quite a few good players yeah but Sheffield United what 2-1 against Plymouth um it still looked very. Oh, I mean, they, they won the game, but Plymouth had a lot of chances near the end, and, and quite a few in the start of the game as well. But it's just. Mm. Well, I, I, they I, need I, these wins. I, I, I know someone who's a Sheffield United correspondent, mm-hmm. um, and he said that Mr. McDonald. Yeah, Mr. Mr. McDonald, <laughs> shout out to you. Um, we, he said that they were pretty dominant, um, mm-hmm. which is kind of unusual for Sheffield United this season, um, scoring goals, which is not yeah, been Sheffield no. United this season. So. Again, it's just acting as a welcome distraction from him for the Premier League. You know, just being in this cup, um, it's you know they're looking pretty destined to go down. Looks like, yeah. Unless you know the league's weird, so maybe maybe they can stage some sort of. It would be a quite a miracle comeback now to survive. I I'd, I'd say. Um, so it, it is a nice distraction for him, and it's all about kind of building a a settled side at the moment for the league and. Stopping shipping goals, like even to Plymouth, and I know Plymouth. Are, I don't know if they just shipping goals it, left, right, and centre at the moment. Boys, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I know what you mean. I mean, at the end of the day, they're not sorry scoring goals. I think Billy Sharp's got about three goals from this season. That's their top goal scorer. I think him and McGoldrick think got three or four each, and that's it. I mean, they need Ryan Bruce is the absolute giant flop. They saw a, a video of him against Plymouth. He got a touch out of eighteen yard box and fell over the ball. Yeah, four touches and fell over the ball in the Plymouth face wasn't right up, was it? I mean, they are struggling, but like I said, they grind the win against Newcastle. They've actually won the Premier League now. They've got three wins in four now. So, winning win against Plymouth, another win in their pick-up as well, and they've got a win against Newcastle. I think they then lost to someone in the Premier League, I can't remember who it was. But they've got three wins in four now, so they're in a good run, but now they've got, the next few games are brutal. They've got Maynard and Man City the next two games. Yeah, both away from home. So, and then they got Chelsea, I think, in that next game as well. And then they obviously play us. So, hopefully, fingers crossed, they're in a head to down. So, we're going to battle now. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, end of the day, the Sheffield United, I think, they might just might have to go for it, but they're not really going for it. That's the problem. You can't really say they're making an effort. I mean, they are they've winning. Not got players to go. They've not got the players to go for it. Have they? They've not got, they're not flair players. I thought, as I say, I've been very disappointed how Rian Brewster's played. Oh, not I, I think he's had experience and he's just not. He, they've put a lot of trust in Imre and Brewster Sheffield mm-hmm. United and he's kind of not repaid the trust at the moment it's still the old boys who has to kind of pop it up with a few goals 35 goals and, and even the yeah. even the win they got against Newcastle and you know Newcastle in dire straits oh, at the moment yeah. um, was a penalty so it weren't like they dominated the game and won the game no, no. it was a penalty penalty but kick that's know. the kind of game that Brewster's season you win, you've got that little 1-0 game where you don't do anything all game and then you win and then all of a sudden your boost comes up like I said they won 3-4 now to be fair, but obviously they are bottom of the league with just five points. True. If we look at it like that, the past five games they've won three out of the five. Yeah, they've so. been good form. Let's say speaking of Brewster and his and his former club, I think we've segued this quite well recently. Uh, yeah. Swansea City winning five one. I mean, absolutely dismantling Nottingham Forest. And speaking of teams that are going down, Swansea look like a team that could be really uh, like pushing second, to go second up. Second now, I mean, Nottingham Forest. Don't know what I don't know what doing Nottingham Forest. They made ten changes in the FA Cup. Kishitin decided to make ten. Swansea made eight. And this proves how good the sides are. I mean, five one. Swansea. I mean, end of the day, they are looking very good sides. Swansea, like obviously you got there because obviously you play Man City, Swansea in a minute. Obviously behind Harry's big head, you can't really see it. Um, but they are looking very good sides. Swansea, and they won't surprise if they go up. 
they've got good players they've, got, they've still got Andre Ayew on their books somehow I don't know if they're <laughs> the club um, but obviously Matt Grimes coming with a brace as well he's captain for them now he is as well I don't know if it's a one-off game but he's captain for them for Swansea uh, but they've got very good players they signed as well a lad from I think from MLS as well I don't know what he ended up doing there but I mean they've got, they've got very good players I mean Knockout mm. got, got one for Forest. apart from that they've Blowing everyone away. They had they? they had a good spell in the Premier League, and then since they've gone down, they've not really pushed away to come up. But this season, mm-hmm. who's the manager? Um, the very uh, interesting face. He's oh, another twenty-one manager thing. Gonna come up. His name was. And the... uh, this is poor. I don't. I, I don't. I know. know. Well, you know, you know what it is. You can look yourself if you want to. But uh, yeah, he's. He basically get a lot of loan players in here from other clubs. So he's got obviously like Labatrode from Manchester. Steve Cooper. He's got like, yeah Steve Cooper. So he's got like Labatrode. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Sorry he's right. got him from Man City. So he's he's, right, he's, had, a he's had a few injuries. Morgan Gibbs White's now injured as well. So he's playing quite good. He's now injured. Obviously, we've we recall Casey Palmer from Swansea as well. But obviously, Corey Smith playing for Swansea. He's come from us as well. He's what I mean. Swansea fans are raving about him. We don't know how to let him go on a free, which is a. He's club legend at Bristol City, so the fact he's gone to like one of our rivals, like Derby rivals as well, Swansea's a bit annoying, but he's just playing out his skin there as well. So Swansea now they're playing Man City. They're a great tough tie. Very they're tough at home tie. as well, so Yeah. Well you've happened last time, wasn't it? Uh, Man City Swansea. Yeah. Bertrand Steen and obviously Aguero scoring off side goal to win at the end, didn't he? But obviously it's gonna be tough. It's not gonna be an easy tie, I say that, so I'll we'll have to see that one. But next one we're gonna go for after this is they were a free cup game on Saturday. It was West Ham four, Doncaster nil. David Moyes is sending. Can we just have a minute to, to praise David Moyes? And I yeah. never thought I'd say that in my life. But since <laughs> since, since he's coming at West Ham, well, come back in at West Ham, uh-huh. he's been fantastic, and he's turned that team around. And I know they've got really good players at their disposal, but mm-hmm. it's all right saying that this team. I mean, Chelsea have got two hundred and twenty million pounds worth of talent there, and they've not been oh, no. able to get it together. But West Ham. For a team that I think many will have tipped for fighting relegation, are right up there in the top half, pushing for towards the top of the table rather than going back down the other way. I mean, way. David Moyes just came out, didn't he? I think just before they played Stockport County when they beat in the, the third round, they said David Moyes said we've got a very good chance of getting quite far in this competition mm. this year, and he's not going to lie, he's got a put very some respect good on his You know what it is, right? He's never, I'm never going to be an elite manager. He's never going to manage like he did with Manchester United. He's never going to mm. manage, but for Premier League clubs, he's one of the best you can get. Mm-hmm. Because he's just fantastic. It's the same with Rodgers. I always have this, this debate with Rodgers. Is he an elite manager or is he a good manager? And I think the difference between elite managers is getting it over the line. Right. So, you know, like with Klopp, his thing was always finals. But recently, he's got it over the line with Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. Pep, obviously the same. Mourinho always does it. You know, all the top managers. But, like, the difference between a good and an elite manager is their ability to get it over the line. Yeah, yeah. Rodgers couldn't get it over the line with Liverpool in that season. And but so he's doing extremely, extremely well with Leicester. So... It might change the season, but sorry, back on Moyes. I know segues a tiny bit there. He's doing fantastically well with these kind of mid-table Premier League sides, just like he did with Everton. Yeah, and he's so perfect for them sorts. Of, I know it's boring. He's not like a, a flashy. He's not a Rafa Benny. He's not like a flashy manager. But every person that I spoke to that that supports West Ham has said that, that, that they're really happy with the way they play. They've got an exciting core. Declan Rice. You know, Farnell's came in to play well. They've got Ben Rama who can come off the bench. Jared Bowen as well, very Antonio. good player. Antonio's a bit hard cold, but since he's come back in, yeah. he's been scoring goals. They've got such an exciting core with kind of experienced back line with, with uh, Craig Dawson. And then they've got, you know, Fabianski, who's a fantastic goalkeeper. goalkeeper. They've got exciting fullbacks. They're, they're a really, really good side. And 
they will cause a lot of teams problems and I do think that this year could be a year where they put a solid FA Cup run I know they're around 16 now but I still think they could cause an upset at Old Trafford I really could do I wouldn't surprise me if Moyes and his little stomping ground trying to make a, <laughs> yeah. a scene nah, of true. it feels kind of poetic it depends on like what teams are put out etc but I'm really impressed with West Ham this season and you know what I remember when I remember when City went there at the start of the season and they drew West Ham and I was annoyed and I'm still annoyed to this day because I still think City should beat West Ham but seeing how they've progressed as a team mm-hmm. I'm kind of I'm so impressed and I never thought I'd say that about David Moyes because I thought since United he'd, he'd kind of go downhill he made that big move and I thought that kind of this is the pinnacle of Moyes' mm-hmm. managerial career and it didn't work out for him. I know United didn't give him much time, but since he's since he's come back to West Ham, he's been he's been fantastic, and yeah. kind of all credit to him. Speaking of Man City, Cheltenham won Man City three. Yes, uh, looking at that scoreline, you'd think they're uh, kind of City in second gear. Yeah. City were in first gear. If anything, City were in reverse. Mm-hmm. That score, <laughs> that that scoreline. Do you know what the most disappointing thing I'd say from from a City fan's perspective? Kind of was just. Actually, should we just kind of give him a run? Basically, Cheltenham took the lead with 20 minutes to go. It was, like I'd 30, said... 30 minutes ago, I think it was 50. Oh, yeah. Was, half, 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 later, half. later-ish in the game. I said um, earlier in the podcast, I spoke about these these smaller sides. have the if they, In the FA Cup, they have the ability to hold out until a certain point, then kind of get a goal and a smash and grab. And that felt so much like it. Like, when when, when May scored, I was thinking, that that could be curtains, because it's, mm-hmm. it just, it's such a... Every FA Cup upset that I see, I never see a team batter someone. Mm-hmm. It's always a smash and grab. Can you think of any FA Cup upsets? Maybe Bradford with Chelsea. But that was like a four-three or something. Yeah, ridiculous game that. But, but I'm, it's always been like a one-nil smash and grab. I know. And it kind of felt that way. Obviously, City's class kind of took hold in the last ten minutes. But City were, were, and the thing that's most disappointing for a City fan is that kind of second rotated eleven. The only one who showed any sort of promise. To be a regular starter is Phil Foden, and he is a regular starter at the moment. Top goal scorer as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's he top scorer. Not you, not many with. Do with, you think with Phil. he's gonna fill in for De Bruyne? But I know I know Pep's come out and said he don't, doesn't want to compare Foden to De Bruyne because they're two completely different players. But do you think that Foden's now gonna need to start every game no matter what? I hate this narrative, right? And I've been Pep's biggest critic at some point, but I hate this narrative that it's like when someone posts something about Phil Foden do well it's like well I wish he was at another club because he'd start regular but he does start regular for City he's probably apart from like the likes of obviously Edison and Ruben Diaz he's probably got one of the most minutes for City this season mm-hmm. he's Pep has managed him perfectly you know it, it was quite easy to get an exciting youngster than just throw him into the stand look I don't want to compare him to other players right but Mason Greenwood who scored evidently last night he's been thrown into the starting lineup on a regular occurrence now and he's not performing to the levels we know Greenwood can mm-hmm. Pep has brought Foden through slowly but surely integrated him into the team and now he looks like one of the best players I mean he, he was the way I know it was against Cheltenham but the way he kind of glides past players he's 20 years old honestly he can be whatever he wants to be in football he's got the right mindset he's got the right teachers he's got the right players around him he can be England captain he can yeah. be Man City captain. He can be one of the best players in the world if he applies himself, and I've got no doubts that he would be. Whether Pep, whether he's a replacement for De Bruyne in terms of why De Bruyne is injured is another question because Pep likes to play folded on the left, yeah. um, and then obviously Gundogan's been brilliant in the central. So it depends who he plays there. It'd be Bernardo or it'd be Foden. Yeah. So it depends who he picks. Um, but it's the midfielders who are kind of showing up for City at the moment and you know it was no surprise when he popped up with the equaliser mm-hmm. no matter the quality of the ball etc he's always in them positions 
and then sit as soon as it went to one one i didn't think for one minute it was going to extra time i knew city yeah. would get and you know jesus scored and then and then torres finished it off later on but the most disappointing thing i'd say is that a lot of the players who are fringe not fringe players but not starters for the team like mares uh gabriel jesus um, who else uh, mendy they didn't really show like any sort of promise to uh-huh. to come back into the team so that'd be the most disappointing for me but i would like to say all credit to cheltenham because i thought i thought cheltenham were and it's not even like a like oh you know unlucky you've got this fact they were fantastic and they they found a strength and they were on the strength with that long throwing and it wasn't just that i didn't think obviously from when they conceded they they did but uh, when they scored sorry they did i didn't think at one time they they had like 11 men behind the ball they were always looking to counter-attack at pace Mm -hmm. they were they were comfortable committing bodies forward they were always yeah, that May up front was fantastic, and he was in he was in Laporte and Garcia's face so all the time. It always felt like to me that Man City didn't do really the research against Cheltenham to me. Nope. It was a walkover. I mean, it got to the 60th minute where they were, they were one up Cheltenham, and Pep Guardiola and a lot of the Man City players were trying to take a long throw Bowser, and he's just getting the Bowser's in, and he's walking in front of Bowser, and a lot of substitutes trying to get because they know that's their weapon. They're doing really well. So the fact that I'm having to get in the lead to set her ass here to say stop doing that or try and get in his head it's just it wasn't just it wasn't just the long throw-ins he was fantastic in, in defending the block that well, yeah. block that's one of the best blocks I've ever seen the way he flicks it I know to get it over the bar well, that's what I'm saying what I'm saying is they look like worried because of the fact that he's getting in his ear and they, I just don't think they did research people forget that if if you're in the cup you're in it to win it no matter what you're not there to Part behind the bus like a Burnley against Man City. Well, they said it before the game. Cheltenham said it was so, their biggest game in their hundred and whatever oh, twenty-five years history. The first time you ever played them, it was never. And he, they said it was their biggest game in the hundreds. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna want it ten times more than City. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna happen. But normally, what happens in these sort of games is that the, the first twenty-five minutes, they're full on at it, and then City kind of knacker them out yeah, and yeah. score two or three goals like they have done in the past. But the Cheltenham kept that up for 90 minutes like the non-stop and uh, I mean I don't want to like be so patronising and say they did themselves proud but they did because they were fantastic on and off the ball yeah. and they were very 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 unlucky not to go through and I think that kind of speaks volumes about how well they played uh, speaking of 3-1 it finished Chelsea 3 losing time 1 uh, Tammy Abraham hat-trick I felt like the goal Chelsea did concede was um, a certain goalkeeper's fault again which <laughs> He knows who he is. Can we just can we just kind of preface this because this is obviously probably going to go out after, but Frank Lampard's gone. Yes. Hey, we we're filming this uh, just kind of for a time on Monday morning, and it literally has just broken an hour ago that Chelsea is sacking Lampard today on Monday. So if this goes out, whether Tuesday, Wednesday, he's probably gone by this point. If them reports are true, what do you make of that? What do you make of Lampard? We, we all knew it was coming because we've all said before he's he's not he's, the amount of money he spent. The players aren't performing, but it's just. If another manager comes in now and the players do perform, he could just be Lampard mm. might be in trouble. But do you think he took the step up far too early? I don't think he did. No, I think he took it at the right time. There's a job open at Chelsea, and obviously, like we like you said, we said before in a private chat before. I think it was yesterday. We were saying, would you want company to manage your club and then talk the company out and that kind of stuff? It's just no. Is it? Did you want? Do you want your icon to be told his chance? It's and, tough in it. It's tough as a Chelsea fan at the moment because it'd be like, oh, oh, do we want to slag you know one of our best players? Uh-huh. If not the best player we've ever had off, no, not really. But he's not. And do you know what? Do you know what kind of summed it up to me? Did you see the clip of him snapping at that uh, that reporter the other day in the press conference, the no, Athletic reporter? So basically, I need to send it here. Basically, they're in the press conference before this game, and the reporter asked him, um, 
you know, you're going through a bit of a tough period at the moment. Mm-hmm. How good is it to have Peter Chet round, who's been there through the both good and the bad times? And you know, how good is it for the experience, especially for the younger players? And he goes, "Well, I'm, I'm, I've got the younger players, and the players in general don't read your articles because they're always so negative. It'd kill the confidence and stuff." And then I listened to another video that said that Lampard doesn't re- says he doesn't read any of the articles, so he obviously has been reading them this week. <laughs> So in that it was just such a snidey comment. There was no need for him to make Very it. Very conscious, I feel like. Yeah, but it felt like a man that was under pressure, and I think that like, as a man who and this weekend he didn't seem like I was watching it on the touchline. All right, he was happy that they scored, but he seemed seemed pretty down. It felt like a man who knew he was kind of on the brink. Um, and the result against Luton is not going to change it because he's got a run of games now, which I think is quite tough as well. I don't think he's got a run of easy games. Mm-hmm. So I think. To, to sort of save the season Chelsea have kind of bit the bullet and hopes that a new manager come in honestly I could probably put good money on that it'd be Thomas Tuchel he's like the old, him or Rafa Benitez they're the, the only two managers available uh, at the moment really that you can think of unless uh-huh. you can think of anyone different uh, Allegri maybe Allegri maybe but, but he we'll talk about the game briefly as well Tammy yeah Abraham. might as well Tammy Abraham Tammy Abraham, Tammy Abraham fantastic I'm big fan of Tammy Abraham he scored As goals in every um was it perfect hat trick? No, he scored with his head in the second one, and then two right footed. It was two right footed. Okay, one is, but yeah, yeah, we spoke about uh, Chelsea in the was it the original? No, we didn't talk about Chelsea in the original podcast. When did we talk about the striking it was, options? It was, it was, original was the original podcast? podcast? Yeah, because we're saying about Giroud is a very very good player, but Werner's not carrying his weight because you've got a mid fighter team. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, I've I, so, I've, I've bit the bullet by the way with Werner. Yeah. I've took him out. I've also took De Bruyne out. Obviously, put Fernandez in. So Fernandez needs to perform for me now, please. I've took Vardy out. Put Kane in. Yeah, I, I didn't have enough money to take Vardy out, so I've had to, I've put him on the bench. I, you know, I brought in I brought in Aaron Cresswell actually for nice. for Aaron one I made three changes. I bought Stones, Suchek, and oh, Stone, Stone, Stone. Sorry, we've just completely yeah, sorry. Got <laughs> off it then. Um, but uh, Tammy Abraham, fantastic striker. But we all knew he was a fantastic striker. Will a penalty again? That was quite funny. Will the new manager come in and will it be Jody Morris that that take over for a while? I don't know if he's just because he's Frank's lifetime man. He just he go with him. Well, I mean, no matter what, I think the system around the club always stays until, unless the board have come out and said everyone's sat, that you don't normally do. They say this well, just because answer. Frank's brought his team with Jody Morris, I don't know if Jody Morris goes. You know, when Poch went, like all these right and men went with him with Tottenham, so I don't know if there's like a set. That's what I'm saying. They didn't go straight away until Frank finds a new job. He won't leave. Do so, you think? Yeah, well, that's what happens to all clubs. So they're on the books until like. Well, the, well, the Tottenham lads went with him. But that's because, um, I think they've come out and said everyone wants to go. This one, ah. I think, saying if Frank's going, maybe, maybe Jordy Morris. Then I'm not sure how it works no, in yeah, terms right. of Chelsea, but um, it depends how the manager sees it. Will he want to continue trying with Werner? I know Werner missed a penalty. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Before, <laughs> Bless yeah. him, he cannot catch a break. Um, Werner missed a penalty, so it depends who they want to bring in. Do they want to bring in Abraham or Giroud? It all depends on how they want to play, mm-hmm. but I'm I mean, I, I'm always impressed with Abraham. I think he's a fantastic striker. 100%. I mean, he's done, he did really well for us. He got our player of the season when he was on loan to us, I think, like three years ago, three, four years ago. So, I mean, 100% a great player. No doubt about his talent. It's just a shame he's not the match striker he's got in England at the moment. Yeah, he's got, it's going to be stra- struggling for him to start the England side, which is quite annoying. And the fact that he, I think they forget Chelsea fans, maybe they don't, that he, <laughs> that he, that he did so well for him last season to get him into the top four. Like, he, when they was, you know, when they had no, uh, when they had a transfer ban. And they're playing Mal, Abraham, all these youngsters that Lampard had worked with with Darby. It kind of shown how like working with players for a certain amount of time 
kind of builds a bit more of a you know that they were in better form last season because Frank had worked with Tammy he'd worked with I think as well cause Mason Mount Frank didn't feel under pressure at all last season well this season I think like because of the signings he's made he's felt under pressure those players have to perform but does that not just show that maybe Frank deserved the rest of this season and then the kind of start of the new season to see how much the players had gelled because maybe you know maybe you are, next you season Werner turns it on you are talking about Roman Abramovich here though aren't you the big, the big Russian yeah. Well, they, oh, they've got to st- oh, maybe they don't. I was going to say they've got to stop this cycle at some point of just rotating managers, but maybe they don't because it works for them. Mm-hmm. I suppose so. But at the end of the day, like but look at like sorry, sorry to interrupt, but I'm just saying that look at Solskjaer, right? And I'm not Solskjaer's biggest fan. I've said on multiple occasions, and that's not just because I'm a City fan. But when they got knocked out of the Champions League, on multiple occasions, Solskjaer has been on the brink of, of second. It looks inevitable. But United have stuck with him and kept faith, and look where they are now—the top of the Premier League. They're in the next round of the FA mm-hmm. Cup. They got to the semi-finals of the Carabao Cup. I know they're in the Europa League, but they've stuck with him. They've kept favour with him. Because he's been working with that squad now for nearly two years, he's starting to find a settled side. He seems to found like a decent CDM in McTominay with Fred there. Pogba's starting to come into his own. Obviously, Fernandez is kind of like a kind of one-man band at the moment. But, mm-hmm. you know, he's starting to find a side that he trusts. Luke Shaw, you know, who thought when Alex Telles came in that Luke Shaw would be the starting left-back, but he's been brilliant. I mean, I feel like it's been like... like I know before the season he's got like your stand-up player and he's most surprising but I think he's been the most surprising player in the Premier League Luke Shaw I mean yeah, I agree I was saying about Lampard then the hard type Premier League table is all you need to do is win five games in a row Chelsea and they're like up in second it's how close the Premier League is yeah season. of course yeah. I was saying that last season they could be like 10th or something if they could be but what has happened in the last season stuff like that but well, I'm going to another 3-1 result yeah now. let's let's fly through the rest of the games so, so we can make our Brentford won Leicester 3 I mean Leicester side, which is playing, you forget how good Leicester is. So, like, this is Leicester's second team, where they got Chinkunda, Champions League player last season, playing for Roman. Tiedemann's well, obviously first team, but they're playing quite a few second team string players. Brentford a decent side, and they scored a quite a scrappy opener. Oh yeah, I mean, but Leicester dispatched them very easily. I think Madison is on Brent, fire. Brentford as well made it quite funny. They put quite a few, I think they had quite a few changes as well to the midweek game as well. So. I think Brentford are more as well, not too well about going out this cup. I think they're more worried about getting promotion because they've been under pressure, I think, recently to get promoted because of the how good their squad is. So I feel like they're not going to be too affected by going out on this, but they wouldn't have said no to winning Leicester, mm-hmm. obviously. So we'll have to see. I mean, Leicester again, like Gary Lincoln said it's a joke in the main that Liverpool game. They could, they could win a double Leicester. Yeah, so. Absolutely. I still don't think we should count them out of the title. Oh, oh we no. can't. We can't. We can't count them out of the title. Right? But I think everyone's so quick to be like, oh, it's City, Liverpool and, and United when Leicester are just kind of... And I think they prefer that to do the business kind of under the radar. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, but they quite easily dispatched a Brentford as Burnley quite easily dispatched a Fulham, which I is know. a big surprise. But Burnley are in really good form at the moment you yeah. know beating, beating Liverpool at Anfield that still baffles my mind um, but, that, and have you done last time you did that what was the last time you did that Man City City beat Liverpool at Anfield 2003 Nicholas and Elka Jesus oh no it might be a, might have got the year wrong but I know it was an Elka last minute winner mm-hmm. but the, the last time someone won at Anfield was what was it who was it was it United was it United wow that matter I think Over so. a, wow and I know Burnley have, you know, like Dyes just said it after the game. He said they were unlucky last year because they hit the bar with a couple of minutes to go to win the game, and they've got points out of there. Obviously. But, but Liverpool last season were getting those results with scrappy one 0 wins. Mm-hmm. This season is not it's not come from. Which if you want to talk about them now? Yeah, let, let, let's let's talk about United and Liverpool, which is obviously the standout fixture. And because it wasn't in the league, it was actually a decent game of football to I, watch. Yeah. I actually really enjoyed it. I thought, yeah. to be fair to Salah, he's got two good goals. Felt 
To be fair, I fell out each stage. Liverpool could win the game. I thought, oh, Man United could win this game. Now, actually, you couldn't really tell what was going on. Uh, how he was going to win the game. And then, obviously... Was it, is it fair to say I thought Liverpool were quite dominant throughout? I did, I did thought, that's what I said. I, I think when they went on a lot, Liverpool, I thought, oh, did that win this game. And then Man United scored two, and I thought, oh, Man United's going to win this game. Now, when Liverpool got the equalizer, I thought, oh, look, that's it, Liverpool 100% going to win this think, game. Right, like, so let's kind of finish off. We've still got Wickham and Spurs to play that tonight, and Bournemouth, Crawley. Yeah. So we've still got two games to play. Um, but just kind of touch on just before we go Everton battered Sheffield Wednesday pretty obviously Sheffield mm. Wednesday are in dire straits about what three managers so far this season <laughs> I mean yeah they have but as I said they're, they're out they're not, I don't think they're bottom of the league now they started with minus nine as well so they've had Monk Pulis and now who's the manager now yeah, I can't yeah. remember but yeah. they've had no, Monk no one's in yet this still on, it's just a manager who's on a Pulis so but yeah he's less said about Sheffield Wednesday the better Everton good chance for them to to, to to progress mm-hmm. um, but one thing we wanted to do just before we wrap this up is make our predictions mm-hmm. because you know if we get it right we look like geniuses um, so this is the fifth round and I didn't even realise until you told me that the fifth round is the round of 16 yeah that's that's crazy um, no fifth yeah fifth yeah you said yeah, round yeah, 16 yeah. right because it's 16 yeah, yeah. This, uh, there's 8 games so yeah 16 um, first game is Leicester versus Brighton that's a good that's a good tie that really good tie um, I'm going 3-0 Leicester all oh, right, you think that's convincing? <laughs> um, I go one, one nil Leicester. I do think Leicester will win, um, and I don't think Leicester will rotate now. Now they're, they're later in the competition. I think there'll be a few, but I think I think it's because it's midweek as well. Might be a little bit more. Mean, one thing I'd like to say: it'd be interesting to see how they cope without Vardy for a couple of weeks. I've seen today. Yeah. I've seen them getting that game against Brentford. Three goals, Madison probably. Yeah, good. Brentford a bit different. And in terms of talking in terms of Premier League. Yeah. Oh, be interesting to see how they cope without Vardy Swansea Man City um, um, I think City nick it I reckon 3-2 Man City I got to... depends who City play in defence 2-1 City but this I, I, I'd say keep an eye on this one that one could be the upset uh, Everton we'll say Spurs hypothetically so Everton Spurs or Wickham or Tottenham mm-hmm. if Wickham surprisingly go through Everton batter him again 3-0 mm-hmm. but if Tottenham Everton ooh, I still reckon game. Everton will beat Spurs first isn't it? I'm going to go 1-1 I'm going to go 1-11 and, and then win. Tottenham nick it 2-1 in extra time Barnsley Chelsea I think this is the most standard Chelsea win you'll get 2-3-0 I'm going Chelsea penalties Chelsea on penalties I think Barnsley at home not I just think previously they, they grind out those results new managers are being there new manager bounce they might have picked up a few results in the Premier League I think it could be a kind of a walkover for him but that's my prediction um, Wolves versus right. Southampton wow that's a fixture Wolves aren't playing as well as in the past three seasons of the Premier League so I reckon Southampton might win this one like 2 or 3-0 but like I said it, it, wow. Wolves can pick up the game if they really want to I'm going to go Wolves 1-0 oh. I think Wolves Wolves win this one uh, here we go Sheffield United Bristol <laughs> City I, I generally think we might beat Sheffield United I'm going to go I'm going to go for a, a 1-0 I know it's going to be like a 75th minute winner from like the big marriage issue but Bristol um, City win I'm pretty sure win I reckon if Sheffield United do win then fair enough they could really change their season I'm going to I'm going to really upset you and go 3-0 Sheffield United oh, you muff it. Oh, <laughs> that's fair enough but I, I mean we've really got a chance to get to the quarterfinals of the yeah, yeah. Cup so I, I mean it depends they could, Bristol City could be in banging form then but as you said, they've not been scoring a lot recently, so no. I, I I just think Sheffield United. That's not a fair one, no. I think they're not going to score loads past them. Ah, uh, yeah, true, yeah. true, true, true. Uh, United at West Ham. This is at Old Trafford again. I'm going to go first with this one because I think, apart from Swansea, maybe Swansea and City, 
I think this could be the upset. I'm going to call West Ham nick it 2 1. I'm going to go 2 1 Man United. I think West okay. Ham might take the lead. And then yeah, United, that could be another option. And then Burnley versus Bournemouth or Crawley. We'll say Bournemouth. Just. Well, we'll say both if you want. I think Burnley will beat both the sides anyway, personally. But I felt more like the Burnley Bournemouth game is probably more likely you want. I'm going to go 2 0 Burnley. Yeah, I, agree, I just said yeah. there's never going to be any batterings. The thing is, there's never going to be an easy time there for the cup either. So you can't. It's not like free prediction. We're saying it's going to be definitely Bournemouth, but I think end of the day, it's, it's going to be a two 0 I think. Ben and that'd be in, that'd be an interesting quarter final. There's still a lot of big teams left in there. It could be. I mean, it could be eight. <laughs> there still could be Leicester. So it could be Leicester, Leicester City, Man- City Everton, Chelsea, and it could be Wolves. No, but Southampton. Could be Tottenham, Leicester City, Tottenham, Chelsea. Yeah. Wolves. Either one of these two would be fine. Yeah. United and Burnley. So we could be like the championship team. I still left. think could be Burn- like the championship team left. I still think Burnley are only in the cup to get Man City at home in the quarterfinals. It's still gonna happen. Watch yeah, this space. I mean I'd rather take Burnley after I think there's easy team left out there. <laughs> but then uh yeah, anyway, thank you guys. This is the FA Cup uh review. Review, whatever. Yeah, we, we I love the FA Cup. I, I always I'm always really on. annoyed when, when managers disrespect the FA Cup. Uh Obviously, my allegiances lie with the Carabao, but uh, I still love cup competitions because I always yeah. feel like some top managers fall down not winning cups and keeping the winning mentality going. Um, but like I said before, make sure you go and check out all the previous videos. There's no really kind of time limit on them. No. I feel like Coventry had won again yesterday. So I feel like I were 10 points clear of Barca, 7 points clear of Real Madrid. So go and check out that video. We give a lot of praise to Diego Simeone, a lot of praise to the players, Luis Suarez in particular, Jao Felix. Um top five transfers that could happen this January that was on Wednesday um, we've got some content lined up for you this week to keep uh, in touch with our Twitter page TikTok that'll all be down below as is our personal Twitters if you fancy following us um, and yeah we will see you in the next video see you later see you